that's pre-Christmas party pre-Christmas we're having a party that's what I meant to say um, we're supposed to have something from the club coming down tonight but unfortunately uh, his mum's washed his shorts and she said they can't wait till yeah because they're still wet and they're hanging out radiators so, we, so WJ it won't be coming along tonight so uh, that's a pity if we sound a bit echoey it's because we're in the uh, Swedish cabin what we're, a great facility we're all sat here naked we put some more water on them uh, calls what's the way of putting your hand Barry <laughs> right anyway <laughs> Uh, there's only three of us tonight, Dan. Are you alright? I'm alright, thanks for Yeah, and Rob? Stressed. Stressed. Rob's stressed. And I've got a bit of a call, but I'm, I'm really lapping up this uh, Swedish mass... mass uh, what is it? Massage pal. The Swedish massage pal. <laughs> it's brilliant in here, isn't it? I love it. I love this. We'll have to come in here more often. Yes, anyway. Uh, it reminds me of Christmas meetings. It's like a lot, it's a proper lot cabin, yeah, isn't yeah. it? We're, we've changed studios this evening. We just have to sell this, don't we? Studio we're, one's interrupted. And Studio Two is out of bounds for us, so we're in Studio Three. Mm. This is Studio Four, though, isn't it? Is this Studio Four? I would say yeah. Studio Four. It's studio, ah, four. studio Four. It's, it's not cosy, it's quite big, isn't it? It's, it's warm. Some pizzas in there. I'm just looking at a piece of that. Pizza's going to fall off that shelf looking at it. They, they didn't know how to use that oven, did they? They didn't. The, the elves have been in for some Christmas food. And anyway, we're having a Christmas party later, so uh, there's only three of us bothered to turn up. I don't know where the rest of the slackers are, but they'll be listening to this, so to the rest of you. <coughs> you swines! <laughs> <laughs> right, let's, let's crack on then. Right, on Saturday, uh, it was business as usual down at the old DW stadium apart from the fact that we scored a couple of goals of mm. course but it was still nil poids we're going to look a bit like Norway aren't we in the Eurovision Song mm. Contest here nil poids so uh, we'll start off with uh, Gareth's stats but well, Gareth's not here so Dad's going to do the honours this evening hello so here are the statistics for the Ipswich game so possession Lessig's 53% Ipswich 47% Attempts, Lettics 12, Ipswich 8, of which on target, Lettics 8, Ipswich 4. Corners, Lettics 5, Ipswich 4. Passes, Lettics 433, Ipswich 388. Of those accurate passes, Lettics 68%, Ipswich 60%. We were caught offside three times, they were caught offside twice. Fouls committed, 10 by us, 15 by Ipswich. Yellows, 3 apiece. No reds, and of course the most important statistic of all, and the most saddening statistic of them all, Lettics 2, Ipswich 3. Ah, uh, yeah, quite sad that, Dan. Um, first thing I'd like us to, to, to talk about is team selection. Uh, it was a nice uh, surprise to see Gomez in the side, in the starting 11. And, and Will Grigg as well but what I was thinking was when the team was announced because I, I, I did know that McDonald was going to be missing because he's, he's got a muscle injury through overtraining but we'll come to that a bit later that selection I thought was forced upon Warren Joyce rather than his own thinking would we agree or disagree? Well he is forced through injury like you said I think McDonald's been I think he started every game has he under Joyce and he's not played bad to be fair so he didn't really have much option 
to bring Gomez in. Yeah, but we've been, have we not been lacking that creativity in midfield? I, mean, I, I don't know if you remember any of the balls that he put through for Yannick. It was quite simply class, class in the yeah. se- especially in the second half. I think we set up for nullify teams rather than even bother attacking in games. Like Villa Springs to mind. That was a terrible game of football. That. It, it was one of the worst I've seen for a while. Just no intent. We, we come. We didn't. I don't think we had a touch in their first half. In their half in the first half, Burnsley. No, in, no attacking intent there. That was a shock, though, wasn't it? Um, Newcastle. Newcastle. I thought at least we. I thought we tried a bit earlier for. In the second half. issue when we was behind. Um, again, that's not. His managerial tactics by Joyce, it's we're a goal down and we've got to try and get something out of the game. And I think Newcastle probably let us have the ball a bit rather than. I think if they wanted to dominate that match, I think they could have done. Uh, so I don't see. We're not, we're not setting up to win games for me. No. And where will that take us down if we carry on this, in this vein that we're doing, do you think? Where will it take us? Not very far, I don't think. It's pretty self-evident that Joyce is a fan of this hold him off, go for the draws. And I'm not saying that is a better or a worse way to go about it because if it gets you a late goal, as we did, well, we got a goal against Huddersfield, didn't we? We got two goals against Huddersfield. We got a late goal against Cardiff. That was before Joyce came in. But if... Scored for staff at Cardiff, didn't we? It was so long ago, Barry, I can't yeah. remember now. We, we, have we lost on bench now? In fact, is that the fifth game on the trot we lost Saturday? Mm. I know, we lost 5 to 6 haven't we? Uh, okay, yeah, 4 on the trot, 5 to 6 The injuries, I mean, we suffered uh, three injuries against Newcastle, with Luke Garber, Craig Morgan, Sean McDonnell, all went off with muscle injuries. Uh, and then again on Saturday, we, uh, David Perkins has gone off. With an abstring. Uh, one of George says it's down to heavy pitches, or is it down more down to overtraining? What do we think about that? I suppose we have three games in short space of time as well. Mm, that is true. And if they're on the training pitch, they'll be on the p- training pitch a lot trying to correct a lot of this shambles at the minute. And so they're probably are overlooked. But a mixture of game time versus training. I think a mixture of both. So. Yeah. On the point of Craig Morgan, I think on balance we did miss him on Saturday. And that was primarily because for some reason Dan Byrne, the straight replacement, was thoroughly victimised by the referee. Well, I'm sure we'll move on to that very, very soon. But there was a particular strategy that I noticed with Dan Byrne. And I'm sure everybody out there in podcast land noticed this too. That every single time that Dan Byrne got the ball, he would immediately look to smash it upfield, completely directionless, safety first, just get it out of there. How's the play? Forward, whatever, just completely smash it forward. I don't know if this was a direct response to the penalty incident, and he just lost all confidence in the referee and everything, or if he'd been told by Joyce, right, when you get the ball, just get it out of there, don't mess around with it anymore. What do we think? Well, I don't know. I, I, 
the first 35 minutes of the game for me, I thought we was a bit like that all over the pitch anyway, where nobody wanted, mm. it was, we weren't being brave enough, I didn't think, nobody wanted to put the foot on the, on the ball, and, or the, the, the passes was going astray, weren't there? there was no combinations anywhere in the team, and then when we, I, Max Power got a bit of a clattering off somebody, and I saw him get really worked up, and he fired himself up, and he started to bollock other players, and he even had a go Stephen Warnock, no, that to me was like a little bit of a turning point where I think the, the penalty incident kicked on between the legs and the reds went in there. And I think Max Power, I thought, had a really good game. Um, took the game by the scruff of the neck. Not being that, you know, directing everything, but by getting everybody else fired up. And uh, Yannick was certainly on his toes, wasn't he, for that free kick when, when Max it's at the keeper and he parried it, he was in there like a shot, it was a cracking finish. Uh, was a good finish, nice and controlled, because I was sat near you, sat yeah. I was in the S9, and he opened his body up, and it was a lot of loft on it, I'm thinking he's not scared that yeah. over. <laughs> but when you watch the replay, cause it's, you can see a lot closer, the keeper's narrowing the angle then to the other post, so he's yeah. done really well to get a good angle on it yeah. in that top corner. I thought he'd done excellent though. Well, the balance, I thought the goalkeeper had a pretty good game. Oh, he had an excellent game. If you, I mean, if you look at that, that serve from Max Power was unbelievable. Yeah. The one what was going in the bottom, not the shot from the free kick, the yeah. one what was the in the bottom corner. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I had a great angle on that. It was going, it was buried in the bottom corner, that, and he's pulled off a world class serve yeah. there, that keeper. He's, it, it, if you want, I've not seen a replay, but the, his foot movement was so quick, and he got, Right down to he, it was his bottom right. Yeah, it was an unbelievable serve. That and I don't think he will get as much credit than what it deserves because it's not been shown in any highlights or anything like that. But yeah, unbelievable serve. Yeah. He was doing a lot of parrying though, when I noticed. You know, he parried the the the, the power the, uh, effort and he parried a couple of others as well. Yeah, uh, and he, he lost at one of powers, didn't it? When he he squirms through the way from Yeah. I think he's just a bit of a stopper, but not, you know, not, not, he's not got control yeah. when it gets to him. More a Richard Kingston than a David Seaman. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's, not, he's not like with a serve, pair of hands, but he'll get in the way of it. Yeah. But that, that serve from Matt Powell is one of the best I've seen this season. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, Chris O'Grady scored for him, didn't he? Was it Chris O'Grady? I have no idea. Was it Pittman? No, the, the header at the end. Not all great. I didn't tell you. What's his name? Anyway. McDonald. He came on, didn't he? He came on a sword. McGoldrick. McGoldrick. Uh, That's a very similar player to Chris O'Grady. He was just. Shite. He was uh, touted about for big money him a couple of seasons back, McGoldrick. Yeah, but he never went anywhere, did he? No, he didn't. No. But there was talk about yeah. £7 million and all that. Because I think he had a good start to the season a couple of seasons back. But yeah. Yeah, it's not much good, is it? No, no. We finished that one quite well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we had yeah. plenty of time for it, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was unchallenged. Having said that, I didn't really see it because it was by the stage. True. Oh, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I saw neither of the second or the third Ipswich goals no. because the fog was so thick. Yeah, yeah it, I, it, what it was. I, when I was watching the highlights, I was watching it across, and you're thinking, hey, is this game still on? Yeah. Because I think you've got to be able to see is it from halfway line yeah, to, yeah, to do, the yeah. goals. Yeah. But you were struggling it was you could barely see mm. 
the other end of the pitch from where I was. So. I think if the referee had have called that off, especially when we were leading 2-1, he would not have made it out of there alive. <laughs> no, he has abandoned the game of ours once before, that referee, you know. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, well, you went, didn't yeah. you? It was once. That was justifiable, yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the game itself, uh, did we deserve to lose? Yes. If we lose, we deserve to lose. I believe so. We were alright, we were better. Yeah, yes and no. Yeah. Yes, because you can't leave a player in the box in the like, approaching the 90th minute with no one three yards around him with a free header completely unchallenged. No, because I felt we were probably a better team. Yeah, I thought we were a better team, but we didn't take our chances out of the well, this is it. You can't, we can't keep saying, no, we didn't deserve these because yeah. we don't take our chances. Yeah. Part of football is taking them chances yeah. for me, and I think it's about scoring goals and not conceding as many as the opposition. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds basic, but if you're not doing them, you don't deserve to win games. That, that That's how games are won and lost. So, you've got to say no. I think the main problem, and I keep seeing it throughout the season, is the fact that Yannick is so far ahead, literally, literally and figuratively, of all the other players. He's so much better than them, and he's always a yard ahead of them, physically that they can't keep, keep up with him. And he puts these magnificent crosses in, but there's never anybody there just to... The one across the six-yard box, it was... I mean, you, you look him round the pitch, why is Will Gray? It's criminal, they're all on the reels, aren't they? So they're on the toes. If, if three months time, Grigg would be on the end of that, because he'd be sharp, if, he's, if he gets the game time, he'll be sharp, won't he? Obviously, he's not sharp enough at the moment. But the thing is, the way Yannick's playing at the moment, is it going to be here in February? That's a fair question. I don't I think it depends what sort of offer we get. Uh, if we get a million? It all depends on the offer. If somebody come in with a million pound for it? I don't think we'd sell them for a million pound. You don't? I don't. Um, because I, off. I think we'd probably paid, what, half of that. Yeah. But I think if you're looking... Whichever way you're looking at, at this, one, if we stay up, we're going to need him part of the squad to, to stay up because he has been a threat and a main threat this season. So if we lose him, you'd have to bring in a replacement and somebody else on top of that to give us a chance to stay up. If he stays, then you'd be shooting for the league one title next season. If you leave what he did last season, he'll just ruin that league. So for me, I think you try and keep all of him unless you get a really good offer. I'd probably take in the region of about three million. I'm not saying he's worth that, yeah. but I think that's what he's worth to us. Yeah. Because what what he'll bring to us. He came in on season. a three and a half year contract, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the season, he's still got two left on his on his deal. So that'll bump his price up a little bit. Yeah. Well, don't forget though, we're going to get a couple of million quid for Greg in this transfer window. So a bit of money there. You, you, I called it right now. Uh, who's who's <laughs> going to buy him? I can't see Sheffield United paying £2 million for it. Well, somebody's got £2 million. No, there's nobody in the, Premier, in the Championship will buy him. Is there? Can we see anybody in the Championship buying World Greek? Uh, With the fact that he's not played for us, has it? can't yeah. see it really. No. You're, looking down, you're looking at bottom half at the table, really. Yeah, and who's, who's going to pay £2 million on him? It's not me. I'm going to step back down below. No. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. You'll see. You'll oh, see. Well, we'll yeah, you'll see. I mean, Scumthorpe. I think Scumthorpe will come in for him. The Scumthorpe <laughs> problem. 
Right, let's move on then. Um, so, as we mentioned, uh, we're coming to, to the end of the year now. So, I'd like us, uh, just to, before we move forward, just do a little look back on this past 12 months. Uh, it's been a good year on the whole, I'd say. It's been an exciting year. I mean, the last three months, take the last three months out of the equation, and it's been a fantastic year. We've what actually. Was Superman? We, we played, played 45 games this, this calendar year. So it's almost a full season, that one game short. And we've won 17 of those. Um, we've drawn 14 and lost 14. And it's given us a points total of how many points is that? 65. 65 points. Well, did you? Yeah. So as we know, the majority of those points came, came last season. Um, what's, the, what's been the highlights out of those, uh, out of those games? Uh, the individual games. Yeah, just pick one I like each. Uh, for me, the all there and the game Shrewsbury were. You stole my thunder though. I'll, well, I'll let you have that one. Yeah, yeah. Just, just an excellent day. The drive down the A forty nine. No. Oh, did you not go that way? No, we didn't. Oh. We went down the M six M fifty four going, and then coming back, we went on the. Uh, do you think 483 is it? 485, somewhere. There, uh, 55, back, back, back. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, we stopped off at uh, TNS, the new Saints, on the way back. Oh. And there was a pitching version. There was three coaches of us. <laughs> and, uh, it was making a bit of noise and it, it was just an unbelievable day. Huh? So you, you didn't do a Newcastle though, did you? Right, when they came <laughs> no, no. You know, there was a nice bar there, right. tapping bowling for them. Oh, that's good though. Yeah, a neat little great. It's like a all-weather pitch. Yeah. And there was about there's about 150 Wiganers all getting behind the team in blue. Right. It was two 0 down. Yeah. And the blue team came back to win three two, last minute winner, right. and it was all on the pitch. And yeah. They loved it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And the last six ones, of course, that day. Oh, the five one. Yeah. yeah. What a day. And that was a, a, a really good resounding victory, I would say. For me, yeah, that, for me, that, that was the best, best away game and best day out last year. Brilliant. Dan? Well, I think the most memorable game for me has to be the three-all draw with Sheffield United. Was it Sheffield United or Wednesday? <laughs> United. Sheffield United. Yeah, just for the way that that game stuck out in my brain from the moment that the referee basically assisted us for one of our goals until the very last minute when we conceded three or whatever in the last 20. It was just an exciting game. And thinking back over the course... Or back. Well, we are in the kitchen. Thinking back over the course of our time in League One, I can't think of many highlights, to be honest, because they've been very one-sided games to be honest because we've been so good and I'm trying to think of the games where we were really really given our run for our money but you know what I'm going to have to go for the game on Saturday because that's been the closest game so far that we've seen in the calendar year that I've seen at the DW Stadium amazingly yeah. that's well, just a different way to look at things well I was going to go after you've taken away my uh, my Shrewsbury trip I was going to go for the Barnsley away because I thought that was a turning point last season and I just remembered it was actually in December. It was. It, 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 it was so this time last year. Yeah, oh, really? so I can't have that one. So, yeah. uh, 
Um, I did enjoy the trip to Blackpool. The first half was shocking. <laughs> it was a shocker. Uh, but it was like we're going to come to Blackpool again, as we do. Yeah. Uh, and it, that stand was bouncing and rocking. Yeah, uh, and despite a horror show in the first 45 minutes, mm. we, we just turned it on and, and steamrolled and... and we were champions after that game, weren't we? I mean, we got promoted, but we knew we were going to be champions. We could well. easily have been two or three down at half time we, in that we, game. We could, we could. Uh, but we, we we had a bit of affinity with the Blackpool supporters, didn't we? With the Oyster Out and mm-hmm. all the rest of it. It was, it was a real, it was a good fans day that I, I felt. Uh, so that's what I'm going to go for. I'm going yeah, to go. That, right. that was probably my second bit. Right? Yeah. That was a good day, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, as an abiding memory then from last season, uh, we've, we've had to pick games. Uh, where does it fit in in, uh, in in all the years we've been following the last six? Is it is you know as as this last three months tarnished in the memory of this as year? As a calendar, yeah, I yeah, yeah. think it's tarnished it. Well, it's, if you look, if you're looking at it just on seasons, it's up. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of the Ellington and Robert season where we. Absolutely, smash the league. Yeah, uh, it's just because it, 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 we've not played them teams for a while as well. Like you're keen for get to the away games, so yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah what a season! Good. I mean, I, I did more away games last season mm-hmm. than I've done for years. Oh, you missed six altogether. Yeah, six games all yeah. season. And I think the most amazing thing about it, about that whole season, was the fact that we built it from absolutely nothing. Super Gary Caldwell came in built that team from absolutely nothing and took them to the League One Championship from having, like, he said... You oh, he had the biggest one. budget, Dan. He had the biggest budget. Yeah. We knew you could have done that. What, on Championship Manager? No, we have yeah, done it loads of times. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, that's what gets thrown at it, isn't it? Uh, we did have the big, bu- biggest budget, but even the teams failed with the biggest budget. Yeah, it would it would have been a massive failure if we didn't go off. Yeah. But you it did, it, you've still got to do your job. Yeah. And we did it well. It... it we had the initial, again, beginning of last season, when we had, there was a few people showings and was wondering whether we were going to gel and we text time, didn't it? Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. We signed 20 odd new players, but once we got going, it was like a, a steam train. It's a shame, if the season started around this time last year, we probably would have been hitting 100 and under in ten points or something. Yeah, if it was a yeah, we were full way season. ahead. Weren't we? Yeah, we smash them. Smash them. Yeah. In Sharpie's words, choose your own. So what? So that's the highlights then. Uh, obviously, the highlights was as we saying like picking the trophy up. It's, mm. it's all in that. What about the lowlights? What's the big? You know what? I'm actually going to go for picking the trophy up because in that game, the atmosphere was just so absolutely dead and weird for the fact that we just won the title. But the people around me were in no mood to party because well, I don't know where you were. Well, I was <laughs> in the middle of the East, ES Seven, and I was dying to start celebrating and chanting that we won the league. Oh, I mean, because they were yeah. just Barnsley, yeah. the last game of the season. Yeah, I thought that was amazing, and the videos of the Barnsley fans pointing to to us lot singing "Will Riggs on Fire" and everything about it. I thought it was good. Yeah, but that was our biggest loss of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, Berry's got a bit of, be a bit of a low light in it in cup four 0 That wasn't this year. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Right, got me. <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, it's my fault talking about going back to when Caldwell 
Oh yeah, I'd have to agree with Dan. Lola, he's got to be the Burns at home, getting beat 4-1 yeah. when you're lifting trophy. I know, you know, she's so not had that many. All the games we've lost, we've lost by the odd goal, I suppose, or we've not really been beat heavily, and that's yeah. her last really heavy defeat. So yeah, I'd go with that. Some, you know, it didn't dampen the spirits that much, really, did it? No. My Lola, I said, second and caller, bigger than normal, like Warren Joyce, into this club. That was just a bit of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Never but, a true word spoken in jest. Well, right? I know, I know. No, but I, I, my low light actually was the second Gary Caldwell because I, I thought, just out of loyalty to, to the guy uh, for what he did last season, we, we should have given till the end of this season at the very least. Um, and I, I could. I couldn't believe we'd sacked him to be honest, so uh, yeah that was my low light, really disappointed in that deci- decision. I know well, quite a few fans have turned against him and they didn't like the style of play and they were etc etc. But there was a lot still for him though, I yeah. don't think, there was no real outcry from fans to get him sacked, no. it, if there was it was a very 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 minority and it never filtered across at games or anything like that. No. No, it was a bit of a strange decision. I'm, I'm really disappointed. Perhaps it was dis- it's disappointing that we were where we are at the table as well, isn't it? That it's all coupled in, in with it. But, well, we're yeah. further adrift now than what we was when we sacked him. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, one good point is that we're actually in a better position than we were two years ago. By two points, By two points, but that's a lot when you're down there at the bottom, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was worst season I've ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. So, some highlights, some lowlights. Uh, let's, let's finish the season review, uh, the year review on a positive. We scored two goals on Saturday. The former Yannick at the moment is absolutely fantastic. Isn't it? I think it gives us a spark yeah. going into the uh, into Christmas and the New Year. I mean, I mentioned there about us. Do we think he'll still be here in February? Let's hope to God he is because I think we we definitely need him, don't we? Andy Kellett's been playing all right. He's been the find of the last two games, I think. Just basically coming from nowhere and. Basically played out of position. Thought I did all okay last yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, just been dogged through injury, innit? So yeah. this could be his big chance, I think, in our chance. Well, well let's hope he takes it for all our sakes. Yeah. And let's hope we get a right back as well. Mm. Uh, we need one of them. When's Jonathan Daniels back? Uh big. No, no, no. Are you taking the mick out of my accent? No. My no. slight Scottish accent? People, we could do with the right day, couldn't we? <laughs> Let's move on. Right, okay. Talking about uh, basement problems, we've got our next game is Rotherham away. Now, isn't this going to be a humdinger? It's on Boxing Day. It's going to be a dog's dinner. It's bottom, bottom two teams uh, playing yeah. each other. The, the referee for the game is David Coote. Um, he's, he's 20 games this season, 73 yellows and two reds. He's refed us twice already. We've lost them both. One of them was in South Yorkshire, away at uh, Sheffield Wednesday. But the other one was Warren Joyce's first game in charge, which uh, we know how that panned out, don't we? So that's uh, David Coote's two Wigan Athletic games this season. We've played. The Millers, a total of 33 times, and we've won 19, drawn 5, but lost 10. Um, the last time we was in the Championship, we won at their place, they won at ours. Both scores were 2-1. Well. 
sort of rob you think it's going to be a dog sniffer this rather than an umdinger got some two teams isn't it Paul Wall nice. in charge aren't they yeah uh, I remember never forget thick. Paul Wall's goal at Blackfield Boxing Day in uh, 1998 I think 99 98 something like that yeah. lobbed it over at keeper when he was oncoming tremendous right yeah, just a little link with Paul Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of them players that you always thought might just crack on with never did. I, I liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't get much of a, a run out, though. No, he uh, picked him up from normal evening with someone down in North. Uh, someone that way. I can't think of something. Kingsley or something. It were Kingsley, but it was something like that. Uh, I'm trying to think, but I can't remember what I went from North. Yeah, you might be an entertaining game. I'm just saying the quality might not be great. Yeah. Bottom two teams at Championship might make for some bad defending, so it could be a nice goal. Yeah, yeah. Not, but both teams have to go for it, but and there'll be mistakes because of the pressure. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Same as Rob or Doug Stainer or uh, yeah. Boxing Day Buffet, what do you think? I'm hoping that Craig Mulder's going to be back. I mean, he's going to return. You nearly made me say that word again then. What yeah. position is he anyway? Central Defender. Oh, ah, yeah. ah, okay. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to win because we have to win. But <laughs> there again, I said that about Saturday and we didn't. It's the sort of game that makes you think that this isn't going to be our season, is it really? <laughs> But, yeah, we have to win. We have to go out there and do it, so... We will. We will. <laughs> we will. We will, yeah. We'll the come, New York City. Come back with the points. Yeah. Back. I've got a complex about that word now. No, you should have. Back. 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 Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's one of them strange games, isn't it, where... Uh, I mean, it's not, you see, it's not a season-defining game whatever happens it doesn't mean we're stopping up or going down but it's a, it would be a big morale booster if we could get a victory but our record away from home is far better than what it is at all isn't it yeah sorry don't look at me on that step man I don't know I don't have to step my exercise yeah. with me I'm sorry it's not been bad is it the away form no no slight, we are slightly better away from home I think we're a lot better if you look at the if you look at the stats we're slightly better I don't think that should Slap. be the case. Yeah, we just score more goals away than what we have at all. I think points-wise, it's, it's identical. Nah, Is it? Now it's all now away. Mm. We must have drawn a few, though. We have drawn at Brentford. We've drawn at Barnsley. We've drawn somewhere else. And somewhere else. And we drew before that as well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have drawn away. Yeah, so we, we, we have drawn away. Leeds. Leeds. 4-2, Rotherham. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. To Rotherham. 4-2 right. to Rotherham. If that happened, serious question now, do you think Warren Josh should go? Uh, I think he should, he should go and we'll get Gary Rowett, but it ain't going to happen. That's what it'll like to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Ain't going to get sacked, he's given three and a half year deal. We've had a tough run of fixtures. <clears throat> I, don't, I think he'll be too stubborn to they're all, they're all tough though in this division, aren't they? They are, but, but it is obviously... It is more that if you play in top, you play the top six sides. It is going to be more difficult than playing the bottom six, mid table to bottom. Yeah, 
teams. What's, what's go on, give us a prediction, Dan. Let's go. 3 2 Wigan. 3 2. Uh, there we go. Before we reconvene, we've got a lot of games as well. We've got Derby away, Huddersfield at home. Really tough games, those, aren't they? I know we went and did a job on Huddersfield, but it could be totally different opposition back here. They've hit a little bit of form the last few games, aren't they? They've come into a bit of form. They won away on Saturday, they won at Norwich. Uh, and Derby have like gone from strength to strength to play. I think if they play the same as they did at home, I think we've got a better chance than in any of the other games we play. Cause, just because of how far up the pitch there. Yeah. Just because it leaves space in behind, and I think it's just perfect for Yannick. But I think if they watch that game back, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll sit 20 yards deeper. Yeah. And then I don't think we've got much of a threat then. That, if it, if Dave, that David Wagner doesn't do that, he's an idiot. <laughs> Before we play this, which I said we, we, uh, we'd need uh, five points from, from the next three games, and that was Ipswich, Rotherham, and Derby County. Otherwise, I'd seriously be asking questions that whether we should be keeping all the Josh or not, because um, it, it, it's just a situation that. that that looks irreversible, you know. You've got to say, "Have I made the right choice in, in bringing him in?" And, and, and cut your losses. I know some people would be crying at this, saying, "Give the bloke a break." Gavin yeah, Rivers available though. Can I say at this point, just make my opinion known here? Don't sack him because we're just going to keep messing around, getting new bosses in, and getting new bosses in, and hoping and hoping and hoping that something happens. They're not going to sack him. They won't sack him. They won't be sacked. But I don't think he should be. Not now, anyway. It's too late. You're in too deep. You've got to keep holding till the end of the season. But then again, I said that about Caldwell and look what happened. So what do I know about football? Why am I here on this podcast? I can't even pronounce the word back. <laughs> You're here for the crack. Crack. <laughs> yeah. Yes, crack. Sorry yeah. to put that out. My dad will tell me off for swearing. Yeah, right. So let, let's let's finish on a high. Obviously, Christmas is just around the corner. We're going to have our party now. Aren't we? We're going to have our Christmas party. Yes. Uh, we've got all this earlier, thinking there's going to be eight and a half people. There's only three of us, and Dan doesn't drink. Oh, oh that sits all for me and you. Yeah, it? we're going to get absolutely slaughtered. Um, so uh, it'd be great to come back in here on the fourth of January. With nine points under our belt, won't it? You know, picking oh, yes. up nine points from the next three games. Could be out of the relegation zone then. Yeah, and just talking about Warren Joyce, brilliant manager, look how we turn things around, absolutely fantastic. Uh, I just hope that's the case. I hope I'm so wrong, it's unbelievable. Yeah, so wrong, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, we'll see anyway. So before we do finish, Christmas is coming up, and Christmas Eve. As, as, as quite a few people will know, I used to be a firefighter. Uh, if, ladies, if you didn't know, yes, that's right, I was a firefighter for 20 long years. Um, and Christmas time is a time when people get married, they get drunk, and they tend to cook food late in the evening and fall asleep and leave things on like the chip pans. Chip pans, so be very careful this festive period with leaving your stuff on a Tonight's song. It's called Chip My Chip Pans on Fire and we're going to leave you with this one. And I hope it's a reminder to everybody 
do not leave your chip pans on. Or if you do, keep a damp towel at the side. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. There's a song called My Chip Pans On. Chip Pans On Fire. Keep a damp towel at the side of you. Yeah, no, nothing on. like that. No. It's to the, <laughs> to the tune of uh, The Kings of Leo, Sex on Fire. That's, that's absolutely brilliant. Chip pans on fire. Chip pans on fire. So, I land over, land over now to the Everly pregnant brothers with chip pans on fire and it's and a good good night from me a Merry Christmas from me and a fabulous New Year yeah yes and we'll be back in the New Year we will yeah. we'll be oh, back now punched under our belts and feeling no we good night everybody Merry Christmas